Hey everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Hey, you guys, it is Michelle T, your host. Welcome to another round of Ask the Tarot Live. I am your resident tarot reader tonight. Um, if you want your cards read, all you have to do is raise your hand here in the room and you'll go into this sort of like stack, right? And I'll get to as many of you as I can. Um, another way that I take questions from folks is if you go over to my Instagram, you can find me at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. I am verified except no imitations. There are imitations out there. So make sure that you're following a verified account with the blue check. And you can send me your questions there and I'll get to those eventually also. Um, yay, hello, lovelies indeed, Victoria. I'm so psyched to be here again. Happy new moon in Leo. I'm so into it. I love a new moon. I have a Sagittarius stellium, which means I really like new newness, new beginnings, fresh starts, you know, that kind of energy. I'm so into it. And we have such a big one of those right now with the new moons. So I really urge all of you to, um, after this, you know, sometime tonight, play with your tarot. Oh my God, go to the Discord. Thank you, Victoria, for throwing that up there. That's so sweet of you. Go hang out on the Discord and like share your new moon wishes with each other. Set your intentions. It's a great day for setting intentions. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, we do this every single Thursday night, six o'clock on the West Coast, nine o'clock on the East Coast. If you like listening to this, um, you can go over to Spotify, search for Your Magic. That's my podcast. And in that same feed, you'll find all the back episodes of Ask the Tarot, which is so fun. Um, I really want to say hi to all the new members that are here checking it out for the first time. And of course, hello to all of like, the alumni who like make my life worth living. Thank you for being here again. Uh, what I had one more thing to say. Oh, yes. If you are listening on Spotify um, and you want to participate, you want to be in this chat, which gets pretty banging, just like hop on over to Spotify Live and find us. Excellent. Oh, Helene, you are here for the first time. Wonderful. I'm so, I'm so psyched. Welcome. Okay. So I'm going to start with this little question that's like, it's not like an advice question. It's like a question about tarot. Somebody wrote, when I was first thinking about getting into tarot, I read that Rider Waite is the most common and therefore the most beginner-friendly deck to start with. I'm so curious why you prefer the Toth deck over the Rider Waite deck. Um, I think that what you have heard is true. Uh, the Rider Waite deck is the most popular worldwide, and it's a great deck to start with. I mean, you know, if you master that deck, there are so many other decks that derive from that deck that you'll be, you know, immediately familiar with, which is really cool. Um, you know, the Toth deck and the Rider Waite, I kind of got them both around the same time when I was like 15 years old. And the arts, I, I'd seen images of the Rider Waite deck for a while. I was kind of familiar with the vibe, I guess. But the Toth deck just struck me as so different and new 
and intense. And I liked, I liked all of that. I liked them. It was a little more mysterious with all the astrological glyphs. And I just was really attracted to all of that. Um, I liked that even though, you know, the, the, the minor arcana are just, you know, the six of cups is six cups, right? The five of wands is five wands. Uh, it's not, you know, a scene being played out the way the Rider Waite is. Um, usually I don't love that in a deck, but I really loved how the art in the top deck really shows you, even though it's just showing six cups, you can see what kind of a card that is right away. Um, and also all of the cards are named. They're given like one name that sort of sums up their energy. And as a beginner, I really liked that. It was like the little cliff note was right there on the card. So that's why I like it. But you know, the best deck to get is the one that you really are inspired by. There's no right or wrong deck. Um, so yeah. Oh, Vera's here. Hello, Vera. All right, cool. So I just wanted to uh, answer that little question. I love a tarot question. Now I'm going to see who has their hands up. And I'm going to say, Jessica, you are up. How can I help you? Oh my gosh. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm I'm amazing. Happy new moon in Leo. Um, we yeah. talked last in December, right before I was interviewing for an internship that I'd had. Before. Oh, all right. And then I went to Europe. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, it was like six months ago and it's been, oh my God, it's been a crazy wild trip. I went to Europe. It was amazing. Okay. It was magical. I learned about textile techniques. I got the job offer, um, <laughs> or the internship offer. I'm in the new city uh, right now. <laughs> Oh my god! Two weeks left. I was. You were like. You were like. This is going to be a wild ride, and it's been like I've had to move three times already this summer. Like, but I knew that going into the summer because of the way the internship is structured, and I wasn't even on a fashion team. I was on a home team, so I was learning about home decor, and it's been such an incredible learning experience. I think with you mentioned, like one of the last cards in my reading that day was the Empress, and we're hitting the new moon in Leo and I'm a Capricorn and I saw your Instagram post about on how the day that this internship is going to end on that day, my, um, my, my sign is going to go into the Empress card and I am shaking. I am shaking. I am so excited because I think this is going to be like the next chapter of my life. And I'm going to move from like, officially move to the city that I've been like manifesting since 2019. (laughs) God, you are shaking. I can like hear your voice. Your voice has like so much energy and emotion. Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, congratulations on like making it through another cycle. Um, what 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 would you like to ask tonight? I I don't want to ask about my manifestation because at this point, like it's just so big and powerful that like I don't even have to, I don't even like you y'all y'all already can tell from how my voice is shaking, like <laughs> that's gonna come. But yeah, I I want a love vibe check. I have been working in like working on my career and focusing on my career and my spirituality for like so long. And I've, I'm scared about love because this is going to be a real big change. I'm a Capricorn sun. I'm a Virgo moon. I'm a Pisces rising. Um, and I'm, I'm so lowly polyamorous. And this first, this next chapter of my life is going to be like, like this was like the prequel, but this is going to be like the whole, like, first chapter of like me living my solo polyamorous dream and like being able to find my own studio apartment and live by myself and like love and romance myself 
I love this for you, Jessica. Yes, this is like such a dream. So, and I feel like the Empress, I feel like the Empress is solo Polly, right? Like, let's be real. What? That's, what she, that's, that's what that's her jam. That's what I think. All right, let's see. As you sort of like get closer to being grounded in the like space that you want to be grounded in, and you'll be ready to sort of open up more to romantic vibes and you've got this great intention. Yes, I have a little bit more context um, just in terms of like my current partners, um, old partner. I have a wonderful, beautiful girlfriend uh, who is who is a, like I'm a pastel human being and she is my, she is my goth girlfriend. And, um, <laughs> oh my God, you're killing me. I love this I so have, much. She is, she is a romantic partner. Our, our, Sexual dynamic has been an interesting shift with all of these transitions. We literally started dating in December, like at the beginning of the new year. So that was like, it's still a young relationship, but like, I believe it's very strong and loving. And she's also a lovely poly human being. I'm not, I, I, I have, I know there's kind of this like longing and urge for someone else in my life. I started meeting and talking with someone um in this new city but it like right with all the roe v wade stuff our our collision it just like our con- our connection kind of turned into a collision in a way and like my my girlfriend met this person for the first time and it was just like a really intense experience and as i come into this empress energy I, I'm not sure that it's like a good energy for me to have in my life. So I'd love to get a vibe on that. Um, okay. So you want to vibe check on this second person? Yes. Okay. What does it look? Okay. So I'm going to ask the cards right now. What does it look like if you continue to kind of like put energy towards this person, walk towards this person, you know, um, have yeah. them be a part of your life? What does that? I've been, I've been on a standstill with them for like weeks now. Um, so okay. I'm, I'm not, I share content and sometimes I'll like, like it, but I am not reaching out and texting because I'm focusing on like having my manifestation come to life. And like, I'm just worried that they're going to be this like next person. Like once my manifestation comes to life, they're going to be like, oh, well, I'm back now because you're going to permanently be here and I can like give you the attention you deserve. But I've been surviving and like living a good life without their attention and affection. You know what I mean? Well, of course, of course. And we all can live quite happily you know, I think without the attention uh, or affection of whomever, right? But it look, but like sometimes we like that. It, it actually, I don't know. I, I have to say, I don't know what the um what the vibe is. Like you talk, we we're talking about you referenced Roe v. Wade. So like, I hope this is not like a toxic person in any way. Um, no, I have a I have a past trauma. Um, and I okay. at this point I'm very queer, and I just I am not with any cis men. But like that whole thing brought up like brought up my trauma, and actually processing it because I hadn't because I just like like 2018 is when I had my abortion and then I was just in school mode since then so okay yeah okay thank you for sharing that that's so vulnerable of you and I really appreciate it and I have so much like love and respect for people sharing their abortions right now it's so powerful and important and no one needs to do it and for you and everyone who does it means a lot so thank you for doing that thank you for sharing that um, you know, it looks like you do have some kind of great energy with this person. The centerpiece card is the magician. Um, I think, you know, the magician is such a card for manifestation and you, you know, you are like manifestation station right now. Like that's your whole thing. So it's interesting that that card comes up. Um, 
I don't think that they're going to interfere with you manifesting. You know, I, I, I really don't. Um, the next, you have the Knight of Swords here also, and he's just like really focused and really going forward. And then on this other side, you have the Peace card, which is the Moon in Libra and Peace of Mind. So that's really interesting. I think that, um, I don't think this person's going to interfere with your vibe. I think that they might really love that you are such such a creator, such a manifester. Like, I don't think they're going to want to get in the way of that, thankfully. And I think that I'm interested in that peace card, that two of swords coming up. I think that, you know, as more gets revealed, I think that you will actually have some peace of mind around this. Like, I don't think, you know, what whatever your uncertainty is about it, I think it will be okay. But this seems like maybe a person that's also doing their own thing. And, you know, they're not going to try and stop you from doing your own thing. And maybe, I don't know, maybe you do things together. I don't know. I also pick cards for like, what if you actually are like, back off? No. And it's, you, just like you said, I have been fine without affection and attention from this person and I will continue to be fine. And that is true. And that is like all that earth that you have speaking, right? Because the two cards that came up for, for you sort of living in that perspective is the Hierophant, right? You're like, I'm sorry, I'm the fucking Hierophant. I'm like deep in my education. Like, I don't need this. And then you got the um, the six of discs, which is success, earthly success. So you're totally right. But you know what other card you got is the nine of swords. It's a lot, a, like a little bit about anxiety. Do I think it's going to make you anxious not to be with this person? No, but I think you might be a little haunted as um, as time goes on. I think you might feel a little bit like, wow, maybe I was a little rash. Maybe I didn't really explore things. Maybe I did let, you know, um, the state that I was in, in a certain time and place, understandably, but maybe I let that impact this other thing. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, just with all of that, with the first reading in particular, one of the phrases they say that like resonated with me after we started talking was to protect your peace. And like, I guess I'm just going to keep that in perspective and like, continue to have like like for me like I'm coming up to like the end of like my first major life uh like looking for long-term goals and like putting those in place and so like as that this cycle is closing out I guess I have to like make new room in my mind for like long-term goals in in a, in a romantic sense too because I've never like done that but I think I could and just like you know do you know what card I just picked for you with that? Like, what does it look like if you start making long-term relationship goals? The universe. You're absolutely right. It's totally time for you to do that. Oh my God. Yeah. Portals are open for that. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. It is wild. Jessica, we like, you're our hero. Like we're all going to have pictures on you, of you like above our like desks and altars. Now. Like, thank you for um, living such a great life and like sharing it with all of us. Thank you so much. And if any of y'all want to see my work, my website is jessiemoonheart.com and I'm in the Discord. So say hi to me. Yes, we do want to see your art. Jesse Moon, Jesse Moon, jessiemoonheart.com. Jessie I'll put it in the comment discussion. Thank Excellent. you guys so much. So welcome, Jessica. Bye-bye. A nice one. Oh my God. I love that. I love hearing updates from people. I love when people are just like manifesting like, freaking crazy. It's so exciting. Wow. Okay. I feel like energized from that. All right. Let's see. Who else do we got here? Alyssa, you are... Wait, wait. Where are you? There you are. Okay. Alyssa, you are now up. Oh my goodness. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? I'm doing good. It's really good to uh, connect with you right now. 
Great. Thanks for raising your hand. Um, oh my goodness. I have so many questions. Um, okay. The main question that I'm kind of thinking about is sort of an, an either or. Um, um, so gosh. Okay. So it is work related. Um, I'm, I'm just feeling a little lost right now. Um, I'm really something that I've been thinking about a lot is, um, going back to school, um, and getting a degree in my field and just kind of following that path and see how that kind of, um, plays out for me in terms of like a career and finding financial stability, which is something I'm still struggling with. Um, or um, what it might look like if I were to um, kind of continue doing what I'm doing now and maybe focus more on entrepreneurship and skill building on my own. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I've already shuffled and picked three cards for about going back to school in your field. Okay. Shuffling. Um, what does it look like if you don't do that? And you just keep on doing what you're doing and building upon that and, you know, doing work around entrepreneurship and skill building outside of school. So what does that look like? All right. So school. Oh, wow. School looks really good. Um, and yeah. Oh my gosh. I think you ought to go to school, Alyssa. Um, it was wild. <laughs> or at least the chariot thinks that the very first card you have is the chariot. And the chariot is so great for something like that. Like if you're like, should I do this thing that's like really like, you know, famously hard, but like classically a great thing to do. And it's like the chariot is like, yes, here's your armor. Here's, you know, your bowl of blood. That's your sacrifices that you'll have to make to be able to pull this off. But like your victory is assured, you know, on the road of destiny. So it's a great card. The chariot, it really is like, it's the chariot of war. You know, it's not like, it's going to be like super easy. It looks like there's some sort of, um, you're going to have to stay really focused. You're going to have to, you know, make whatever sacrifices that you need to sacrifice to fit this into your life. But that's a powerful card. It's major arcana and it's followed immediately by the three of wands virtue. And you guys know, I love this card so much in the top deck, especially it feels like a miniature um, universe card because it's about taking, yeah, it's about taking your energy, your passion, your life energy mm -hmm. and putting it all in the right direction. It's like a big high five from the universe. It's like, it's a very big yes card. It's beautiful. Um, it's called virtue. So I love that. Your last card <laughs> is the queen of swords. And she's interesting for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, swords are air. Air rules um, school and learning and education. So in a sense, it's like, it's very intellectual. And it's sort of you mastering, you know, whatever it is that you need to master, like intellectually to like do well. But it's also, you know, she, especially in this deck, She's up on this throne of clouds. She has her sword drawn and she's like cutting people's heads off pretty grisly. Um, but the idea is that she has this, you know, distance from her life and she's able to see what needs to go. So I think it's also saying like, what would be great for you to be able to really pull this off the best you possibly can would be to take some distance from your life, like detach a little bit, look at the big picture and like, what can you eliminate to really make room for this and to really... Yeah, to optimize your time yeah. and your energy. Now, the cards for not going back to school and doing it on your own, the first card you have is the Four of Discs, which is a really strong card. It's, it's you know, Sun and Capricorn. And, you know, Capricorn is the business goat. So I love cards like that. 
you are. Oh my God. So it's saying, Capricorn. of course you can do it. You know, it's like, it's, it's stable. It's about stability. Um, it's really powerful, but then your next card is the five of swords, which has the very harsh title of defeat in this deck. Um, I think you'll be defeated. Your card on the other side is the ace of cups. Um, you will, you know, whatever that hardship is, you will find a way to like bounce back from it and like refresh yourself. But, you know, we're looking for what's the more attractive path here, right? What's the, we're looking for yeses and nos from the tarot. That's what we asked. And we got a lot of yeses yeah. going to school. And it just doesn't look as strong to not go to school. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm kind of a, a serial pooler. I talk to the tarot a lot and I, I use the top deck. And I, I pulled all of those cards, actually, when asking this question over and over. Because I, I just see these pictures and I'm like, is the Queen of Swords happy like I don't, I don't know like sometimes it doesn't always she's not happy but here's the thing about the queen of swords she's wise and she possesses a certain type of philosophical wisdom where it's like it's not always about being happy like ha- you know what i mean it's like happiness yeah. we all want it we're always pursuing it but sometimes there are other factors that come up and it's like in order to do to get that energy you know what i mean it's like Will you be happier in the long run if you're a little less happy in the short run? So, you know, or does it bring your life more meaning and help you fulfill your goals to take this queen of swords path, even if it's not necessarily the funner path? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh man, it can be hard to read your own cards, right? I mean, I know a lot of you guys send me messages and you're like, I picked these cards, but I'm confused. <laughs> and um, just so you know, I'll probably never answer those because it feels like it, it's, it's, hard, it's hard for me just like getting like a, I mean, the cards aren't in front of me. I can't, I didn't, I didn't pick them. It's not my, de- you know what I mean? It's just, it's confusing for me. So I don't really address those kinds. But if you want a second opinion, you just want to get, you know, write me a little note or raise your hand. I'll always, you know, give you uh, what I think. <laughs> I'll give you a fresh read, right? And that's what happened with this, uh, this, this querent who contacted me at, uh, at, your, at um, Instagram. They wrote me this whole, it's, <laughs> it's a little long, but it's like really good. Um, so I'm going to read it. But they also included a tarot reading they had done for themselves. And I just deleted it. because I'm like, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know about your old tarot readings. I want to be fresh here. I want to like get some fresh energy. So here's, here's, here it goes. Okay. Last week, my best friend Kevin was visiting from New York and we decided to go to karaoke night. Like how we always did when he lived here. Oh my God. I fucking love a good karaoke night. I normally have a really good intuition and something was telling me to skip out on the night. Kevin also wasn't feeling it, but we decided to go anyways. As I was getting ready, I was talking to my friend Brittany on the phone about my anxious attachment style and my healing process through the course of the year and a half since my breakup with my most recent ex. All right, good job. Um, Before my most recent ex of seven months, I was in a six-year relationship and have been alone since my last relationship, trying to heal, explore, and move on. That's a good plan. Okay. That night at karaoke, I saw my ex of seven months at the bar. We locked eyes with each other a few times and she gave me a hug. After Kevin finished singing his song, we left the bar and I began to cry because this is someone I hold immense love and care for still. And seeing her triggered those memories. 
I hold a lot of guilt and shame still because I feel like our relationship could have worked out if it wasn't for the anxiety I held around the pandemic, graduating and not having a job and my physical and mental health being shit. Oh my God, you're being very hard on yourself. You know, sometimes sometimes we just have to like focus on ourselves. You know what I mean? And like take care of number one and not not even fuck with another person. Just like make yourself your own number one. It sounds like there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what ended up having to happen, that's great. Like you've got to be your own number one, you know? Okay, I'm going to keep going here. A lot of the blame was thrown on me and I've been beating myself up over it through therapy for the past year. Hold on, red flag. <laughs> you you should not be beating yourself up in therapy <laughs> I, for a year, okay? I really hope that your therapist, you know, throws a wrench into that beating up machine that you have going here, you know? Like the only point of therapy is self-love and self-understanding, right? Okay, good. All right, proceeding. At some point, I reached the, I reached the conclusion that it takes two and... Uh, and I'm angry with myself. She messaged me two nights later, apologizing if she may have seemed standoffish and just wasn't expecting to see me and it caused her extreme anxiety. God, it sounds like you guys were both in like some sort of anxiety. You guys launched each other into anxiety K-holes. I hope that that makes you able to have compassion for both of you and yourselves. Okay, I validated her feeling and reassured her it didn't come off as rude and that I would like to see her again over coffee, but she declined considering how anxious she got and isn't ready to see me. A part of me feels like she always lacked the bravery it takes when loving someone to deal with the difficult situations that arise in any relationship. Uh, <laughs> that's a little red flaggy to me. I'm going to let it slide for now. I mean, no, I can't, I can't let it slide because I'm too opinionated. Um, you know, that just, that's a, that's a very powerful statement. You know, it's like, um, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, we do need to show up for folks, right. That we're involved in, you know, but also when we're dating and when we haven't made those big, bigger commitments to be with each other forever, you know, through thick and thin, we're also sussing each other out and checking it out and seeing, is this something that I can handle? Is this something that makes me happy? And if like, if it wasn't the right fit for this person doesn't mean they weren't brave. It just means that, you know, maybe it just wasn't, you guys weren't right for each other. Okay. I'm going to keep reading here. I'm going to keep reading. Um, I'm confused as to why I'm being pushed to move on and heal, but was presented to her for the first time since we broke up at the bar last week. Okay. That is a confusing statement. That feels a little bit like, I think the querent is mad at the universe. The universe is pushing you to move on but the universe also put her in your path. Well, sometimes life's just fucking life. You know what I mean? Like you see each other, especially I'm getting a feeling you guys are like queer people. Surprised you haven't seen each other every single goddamn day. The queer community is so small, but you know, you're being, you're the idea that you're being pushed to move on. You sound a little resentful. And I just want to say, I know it's really hard to move on. I really do. I'm always the person that's on my knees, sobbing and, and pleading, please don't leave me at some point in a breakup. Always. That's me. I'm that person. So I get it. But ultimately, we have to move on for ourselves. You know, it's not it, and it's not a punishment to have to move on. It's like it's like, thank you. Next. There, I said it. I said it. OK, um, let me see. And why was she presented to you? Um I don't know that she necessarily was presented to you. Sometimes life is just life. I don't know. You know, I understand that like 
when you have a very strong spiritual perspective, nothing is just life. And I do respect that. And I do inhabit that perspective sometimes. So I don't know, maybe you guys needed to see each other for some freaking reason so that you could see that you're still not ready to be friends. <laughs> maybe that was why. Okay. I still very much love her and would like to know how she feels. Um, I think she's told you how she feels. Okay. Or how she's supposed to be presented to my life in the future. Okay. I would also, I also would appreciate just a general vibe check on myself and whether I'm on the right path in life right now. Yes. I love that question at the end. That's what I pick cards on for you. You know, who she's going to be in your future. I didn't pick cards on that, you know, because I just think that, um, you know, I just feel like you guys maybe aren't, who knows? Like, she doesn't sound like she's interested in that right now. So, you know, with that in mind as well, trying to give consensual tarot readings for all involved, um, I thought, what's the really most helpful thing? Like, there's this saying in Al-Anon, dare I, you guys, dare I reference Al-Anon yet again, but there's this great phrase, keep the focus on yourself. And it's so helpful during breakups because during breakups, we're so stressed out and emotional. And it's so easy to become obsessed with the person who we're in a breakup with, who we feel is hurting us. But really the most powerful and spiritual and healthy thing you can do at those moments is put the focus back on yourself. So I picked three cards for like, what's going on with you right now? You're you're torn up right now. You just got triggered seeing your ex. You are in therapy. You're dealing with your anxious attachment style and all the other stuff that you know, are, are, are possibly getting in the way of you having healthy relationships. The very first card I got for you is the seven of swords. Okay. So just, you know, that that's not the entirety of this reading. You got other cards and I'm going to talk about them. You got good cards, but it's important that this, this one first came up, this seven of swords. There's something about this. It's a mental card and it's kind of dishonest, right? So there's something dishonest going on here. Um, and I don't think that you're trying to be dishonest. I think that you are maybe in a state of mental confusion right now and can't see straight. And, you know, it's it's hard to look at ourselves, right? And it's really easy to blame people. But I think that the dishonesty is the blame, right? And trying to find reasons why why the ex is bad, for having left the relationship or bad for not wanting to have coffee with you, right? Like they're just a person living their life and making their decisions. So that seven of swords, you know, the more that you, like as long as you spend time kind of like accusing her of being, you know, not brave or, or however you're feeling about it, the more you do that, you are imprisoning yourself mentally, okay? So there's an antidote for that. And it comes in the form of the very next card. You got the four of swords. The Four of Swords is like, oh, peace of mind, letting go, meditation. I'm reading right now with the um, Rachel True's True Heart Intuitive Tarot. And the image is this woman who's just like sitting in the lotus position. She's sort of hovering above the ground. There are four swords around her. There's crows flying over her head. And I just feel like it's this beautiful image of like, you know, letting go of negativity like sinking into yourself, putting this focus on yourself, calming your mind. The four of swords in the top deck is called truce. And what is a truce? It's like it's like an agreement to let go after there's been a battle or a war, right? It's an agreement to move on. This is what you need. And then what you get for that is the two of wands, which is another thing about like moving on, especially in this deck. Um, it's this person who looks really mystical. They're wearing this robe with flames all over it. And hovering above, they're holding their hand out and hovering above their hand is the earth, right? It's the globe and they're looking at it and it's crossed with two, two wands. And I just think 
this is an image of freedom. Like this person is so free. There are stars erupting all over them, all around them. They're looking at the earth going like, what's next for me? Where in the world do I want to go? You know, it's a, it's a very, it's a portal. And it even has all these concentric sort of ovals um, embedded in the card that looks like there is a portal. So, you know, you need to drop the defensiveness, drop, you know, the hurt feelings, or just like, you know, when you feel yourself having these these accusatory, blamey, hurt feelings, just like love yourself and be like, oh man, I'm so hurt right now. It's so easy to be angry, right? It's so easy to be angry. Um, But what can you do to cool your mind? What can you do to get into that four of swords place where you're like, I'm just in my space, that my ex is in their space. We're two different people. We have two different destinies. I'm moving on deeper into my own destiny with the two of wands, I have the whole world available to me. The world is so much bigger than just this person and whatever our dynamic was. So I hope that's helpful. I really, really do. I wish you so much luck. I really believe in, you know, um, the whole theory of attachment styles. I've experienced them in my, in my life. Um, I've been on all different angles of them and, and had different, you know, experiences of it. So I just wish you so much luck and, and, um, yeah. Do a really, do a big, uh, if you're listening and it's still the new moon in Leo, do a really big intention around this. Leo rules romance and relationships, play, freedom, sex, set some intentions. Okay. Now I'm going to go back in the room. I'm going to see who is here. Helena or Helen? Helen or Helena? Helene? Oh my God. I can't believe you chose me now. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so happy that you have such a great accent. I'm extra cool that I choose you now. How can I help you this evening? Thank you so much. That might be the first thing that I have to apologize to to the lovely people here because my accent might be a little thick, but bear with me. No, no, um, I, can, I can totally understand you. Perfect. Oh God. Well, um, what what I wanted to to ask the tarot tonight um, was uh, a question about a guy I have been. Um, talking to for quite a while now okay. and um he he has kind of like retreated a little bit and um i'm just a little confused on whether i should like maybe pursue talking to him like m- maybe not their relationship itself but just like finding closure okay um, because that's something that i usually struggle with like i i have a very hard time with things not ending very clearly uh-huh. um, and i know that that's something i i i should work with uh work around i uh, for for context maybe it would be useful to say that i am a triple earth person in okay. astrology so talking you like to about. work all of this out intellectually Yes, yes, yes. I, I am a Taurus sun, a Virgo rising, and a Capricorn moon. Oh, you're Earth. Okay, okay, I get it. Okay, you're Earth. <laughs> okay, so so are you suggesting, like, you want to know what would it look like if you contacted this person to be like, hey, um, I'm feeling the vibe change. I just want to, like, have a conversation about it so we can just, like, you know, say goodbye if we need to say goodbye, but not ghost each other, that kind of a thing? Yes, but um, something else that I think it's important around this is that I am, um, well, this is a a very, this is very happy news because I just recently um, got granted a a scholarship to study my master's degree, my graduate degree in the UK. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, it's something that I have worked for 
for a while now. And um, so I, I will be living in London for a year. And so, so there's a part of me that's um, kind of questioning not only if, uh, because I know that if I, uh, contact this person because he hasn't like ghosted me completely, completely. Okay. He, he has like, uh, you know, sporadically sent some messages, but I can sense the energy is, is different and it's different since he, it, it's kind of a long distance relationship and he came to see me, uh, like a month or so ago. And after that, I, I sensed that energy shift. So, um, I, I am kind of wondering if I should like, maybe not talk to him, like just, you know, find closure on my own, because I know that if I reach out to him, he will probably just say like, no, everything is fine. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like, wait, well, that sounds like you're expecting him to gaslight you. Yeah, exactly. Very nice. Um, And hopefully, you know, he can, I mean, I understand people can be um, defensive or in denial or just you know, we'll, we'll do anything to avoid a challenging conversation. I get it. But you could also give him the benefit of the doubt that he, he would be on. I mean, is, does he seem like someone who's honest with you in the past or does he seem like someone who's kind of avoidant? No, he has always been like so open and, and not at all avoidant. So that's why I'm maybe wondering if something actually happened and he's not, he's not being a, 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 a horrible person, you know, and maybe. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, okay. Here's my first poem. I'm going to, so now hold on though. If you don't, if you don't reach out to him, are you basically going to let this, this, um, kind of connection kind of fade away? Is that the idea? I think that I would just like maybe write him a message saying that, you know, I think that, uh, I, we can both acknowledge that things have changed and I am not, I don't want to, 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 uh, continue on that path. So, um, if you want, we can, we can keep being friends, but I am moving on. Like, I, I think I would like send at least a message to let him know that I am moving on because I don't like to ghost either. But, oh, cool. um, so what are, what are you torn between? Cause it's that, that seems like, um, so the first question would be the first idea would be more of a question like, Hey, what's going on? It feels like, it feels like the energy has changed and I'm, I'm curious where you're at. And then the second kind of option would be like, Hey, I've noticed that the energy has changed and I just want to say, you know, no harm, carry on, best wishes. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So let's see, what does it look like if you kind of open it up, if you allow, if you present it more as a conversation and as a question, um, what does that look like versus what does it look like if you're just like, hmm, this energy feels different. I don't think I like it. Um, but you know, no hard feelings. Have a great life. Thank you. Okay. Let me see what it looks like here. I think it looks better to have the, con- they're very similar, you know, um, cause either one of those conversations could provoke the same, you know, if this is a person who's going to be in denial, both of those kind of approaches could trigger that. But I feel that it's different for you. It's a different approach for you. I like the better, the, what looks like it has better cards is being more direct and saying like, Hey, I think that, cause this is true. Like if, if they were to say like, Oh, wow. I just realized like, do you want to, okay. I guess what I want to say is, do you want to be with this person? Oh, well, that's a really good question because I, I really think I did, but uh-huh. after that energy shift, yeah, I was, I was not so sure because I, oh. I really, really don't appreciate people being, you know, like, 
giving me mixed signals. Absolutely. Oh, totally. So, so if the, if for some reason this person is like, oh man, you could tell, huh? I got really scared. Like if, if they end up being honest and being like, I really like you. I'm sorry that I did that. You know, I don't want to be like that. You know, will you give me another chance? Would you say like, okay? I think I would. Yeah. Well, listen, that seems like the three cards you have for like opening the door to a conversation, like you get the three of cups, which is a, it's abundance. It's beautiful. It's a very, it's a heart card. It's Mercury and Cancer. And Mercury is the planet of communication. And Cancer is like very deeply emotional. So, you know, it's a real emotional conversation that you would be having. You also have that um, sun in Capricorn, the four of discs, the power card. So I think that, you know, there's something really powerful for you kind of bringing this up. Like you're not going to be at the mercy of this person's whim. I feel like a lot of times, I think especially women do that. They kind of let the man's energy direct the relationship and call the shots. But you're like, hmm, no, I'm an equal player in this dynamic. And I'm going to say, hey, something has shifted. It feels weird to me. I don't really like it. What's going on, you know? And you also have, and that's really powerful and strong for you. I like it. And you're an earth sign. So boom, it's very good. And then you have the Ace of Swords, which is a whole new cycle of communication. So this looks really interesting to me, you know? Um, now, opposed as opposed to, you know, not saying something, right? You get the Eight of Discs, which is Sun and Virgo. It's prudence. It's like, oh, I'm going to be very careful. I'm going to play very, very carefully and be very self-protective, right? There's nothing wrong with being self-protective or prudent. But I do think that when we are throwing ourselves into the world of romance, we do have to be a little bit vulnerable. We do have to take chances. If we're always just buttoned up and self-protective, we don't um, get closer to people. We don't, you know, the relationship doesn't grow. Um, the next card that comes up is the nine of discs, which is another Virgo card. It's it's Mercury and Virgo. I'm sorry, it's Venus and Virgo. And it's called gain. And this is not a bad card. You know, this is like, you know, you're in a sense, you'll be fine either way. Um, but then your final card is the hermit. And the hermit is really a like a card. Like I really have located the hermit as a breakup card. So to me, this just feels like, you know, if you don't, if you, if you, if you approach it that other way and be like, okay, goodbye, there's no invitation to be vulnerable. There's no invitation to talk, to think, think, think about things differently, to give, to give him the opportunity to express himself, which he might squander, right? He might totally squander that beautiful gift that you'd be giving him, you know, to be able to open up. But I think it's still really great for you. I feel like it leaves you in a more powerful place to just um, approach the situation really honestly. There's something a little dishonest about being like, okay, well, I've noticed that this is changed, so I'm going to go. Because, you know, you guys, you guys are both in it together, in a sense, right? So it's like, it, it kind of, it's like, you know, it's, um, it's, you're, you're doing him a kindness by giving him the opportunity to explain himself. Um, and I think you're going to feel better about it. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. It makes total sense. And, um, yeah, I think you're, you're very right when you say that, um, I should give him the benefit of the doubt, not only because of how I know him previously, but, uh, but also because like we are in this together and, and it is like, at least like a courtesy, right? Like yeah, a- you know, I really feel like so many relationships like rise or fall based on their ability to handle a direct conversation, you know? So if you guys are going to be anything to each other moving forward, this could lay a really nice foundation for that, you know? 
And it's a good skill to have, you know, if you go forward and end up dating like other people to just be able to say like, hey, this isn't meeting my needs. Um, And I'm just wondering, like, you know, have you noticed that you've pulled back? Like, what is what's going on for you? It's so ballsy. It's really cool. It's amazing. So, uh, Michelle, I just wanted to say before before I say goodbye that I am actually trying to study tarot with your book. And um, I'm trying to do that like one card a day. And, and I read the, the the chapter of your book and I write my thoughts. I mean, and I'm so happy on that journey. And, you know, the card that was uh, up for me today to study was the death card. So I've been thinking about these ideas of um, how you have to, to understand uh, change and transformation of yourself, of situations you are in. So I think it, it complements itself with your reading very nicely. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, thank you. And I wish you so much luck in everything you're doing, your tarot journey, your romantic journey, your school journey, all of it. Oh, you're amazing, Michelle. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, Zoe, thank you. I'm seeing that you like the book, too. It means a lot, you guys. Thank you all for picking up my book, Morning Tarot, for sharing it, reading it, enjoying it, all of it. It it means a lot. I really appreciate it. It's nice to have written. I've written a lot of books, and it's nice to write one that has, like, a practical application. (laughs) It actually teaches something. Like, that's really... That's cool. So I, I'm really happy about that. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you guys something. So you know how Your Magic has a Patreon. It's really fun. We're doing a new thing with the Patreon. Um, there's a lot of different way, levels to enter the Patreon. You don't have to pay a lot of money every month. There's real, there's there's minimal amounts also. It might even be a dollar, but don't quote me. Vera, Vera's here. I think Vera knows. Um, but we're going to do a thing first Thursday of every month. The write-in questions... Um, will be all for Patreon, all Patreon folks. Um, all, I'm still going to be doing an equal amount of people, you know, in 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 the room live. That's not going to change, but I'm going to be pulling the, you know, the direct message questions from the Patreon once a month. So if you want to just up your chances of getting those questions in there, that might be a way to do it. Oh my God, Christina loves the tarot astrology. Thank you for being a, a part of our Patreon. Um, every, oh my God, thank you. Um, every month around the new moon, I pick three cards for every astrological sign to see how the new moon will affect them, the full moon, and then a card, you know, just to kind of take you out and integrate all that information. So, so yeah, there's, there's really fun stuff as well as really deep dives into the tarot. So cool. Okay. Okay. Moving on. I'm going to grab another person here. Oh my God. Zaina. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's so good to talk to you again. <laughs> it's really nice to talk to you also. How can I help you this evening? Um, I have hopefully just a quick question, but um, I was seeing someone for the last few months and things sort of just ended kind of abruptly. And um, I think that that's the right move, but I also, you know, just like have second thoughts about it. And just what the tarot said about whether I should try to like fix this relationship or just let it go. All right. So since you've already made like a move of ending it, I'm going to see like, what does it look like for you to stay, stay with that energy and stay with that decision um, of having like pulled your energy out of that connection? What does that look like to, to just process that, but stay on that path? Okay. 
versus what does it look like to um, reconsider? Um, and I can't imagine that that would be just dashing right back to that person, but maybe more sitting with like, you know, what about it wasn't good? What about it? Like, where where were you being, if you were being, you know, too, I don't know, like where, where did your, um, did you end it? Sounds like. Um, it just sort of ended. Just sort of ended. Okay. Uh, so, not, I think it would be a long story, but okay. it, it just sort of let it end. And I feel like the the way to go back would be to just have another conversation. Yes. Okay. So it's either have a conversation or just don't have any more conversations up. Okay, cool. Right. To talk or to never talk again. Okay. So to, let me see. Keeping on, there's those cards and talking to this person. Wow. This is really... This looks like an intense, this looks kind of in, intense. Um, I'll tell you what I see. So for staying on your path, right? And not not talking to this person, um, it's the eight of discs is the first thing that comes up. And again, that's that prudence, that's that self-protective. I mean, it's so interesting because there's something, you have something in common um, with the reading that just happened, right? And she also got that prudence card for like kind of not engaging. And, you know, it is self-protective. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. It just, you know, it just depends on the situation, if it warrants it or not, if that self-protection is helpful or not. The next card is the Ace of Wands, which would suggest like, well, that's great, actually. Like you started a new cycle for yourself. Um, you know, you did something that was a little self-protective and now you're on a new cycle with a lot of energy, a lot of self-focus. But then you get the disappointment card, the Five of Cups. So there's something lingering there. Um, there's something about about just letting it go that isn't necessarily going to sit well. Now, if you do kind of have the conversation, the first card you get is the two of cups, which is love. And it's another of these cancer cards. It's so similar to the last person. It's funny because they got the three of cups, which was a cancer card. Um, so there's emotion there and there's kind feelings and goodwill. There's also the six of discs is next, which would suggest that, that like there's actually a really positive outcome to having a conversation. Like, something that feels really grounding and like, like absolutely the right thing. But then you get the 10 of swords. So I'm confused. Um, so I'm really confused about which direction to go. in. I still, it's so funny. It's like, it's like t having the conversation is higher risk, higher reward. You know, it's like, if you don't have the conversation, you'll be fine. Um, you'll go on with your life and that there is a lingering something there, you know, um, and if you do have a conversation, it looks really big and beautiful, but then it looks painful. So I wonder if it's like, um, there's just something that needs to be played out with this person. What's their sign? Do you know? Uh, I think cancer, isn't that July? Yeah. Yeah. That is. And what is your sign? Aquarius and Aquarius Aqu rising. Oh, oh my God. Very Aquarius. Okay. I mean, you know, I wonder if there is just, I mean, sometimes that 10 of swords, can come up when like something, um, I mean, it, the best case scenario, okay, I'll give you the best case scenario. The best case scenario of, of talking to him, looking at these three cards is that like um, something gets unearthed, okay? Something gets unearthed, like a pattern, a presumption, a, a behavior, an attitude. Um, something gets unearthed that, that contributed somehow to what happened, to the drift, right? And that has to be faced. And that's painful, but 
it's absolutely time for it to be faced. It's a 10, right? So I don't know if like you end up sort of having to face one of your patterns that isn't great in relationships. If he's having to face that, maybe you both do. That's the best case scenario. And then, because with the 10, once you've faced it, you can start to heal from it and figure it out. Um, the worst case scenario, of course, with that is that it would seem like everything is great. Um, and then the whole thing happens again. You know what I mean? That's happened before. That's what I was going to say. It's like, <sighs> we had this conversation. And so this time I was like, this is stupid. Why are you still doing it? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, that actually explains it then. That really explains it. You know, that disappointment card for not talking to him just might be the melancholy that you have to experience at something not working out, especially something that it sounds like you gave a person multiple chances, right? And it didn't work out for them. So it makes sense to feel a little bit, um, it, it makes sense to feel a little bit, you know, sad or, or disappointed um, with this decision. But, you know, that will fade as everything does. Is this person like hella charismatic or something? I mean, sometimes. Like, I think, <laughs> you know, the there's a lot, like very good on paper, I think, like really well matched in terms of like kind of checks all the boxes or whatever. But I, you know, we were talking about attachment styles before and I used to be very anxious and now I'm not of like, really work through all of that and I thought awesome. a dismissive avoidant which is oh, like, yeah like it's just not fun I think it is I'm not fun. very disappointed by so many interactions because you know he's just like not in it and then he'll be like but no I'm so in it I think about you all the time and I'm like and then what oh okay yeah you know no if, if you've already if, if you're like I see that pattern you know, I see that love, success, ruin pattern already, then no, it's just telling you what you already know. And it's telling you to like, you know, with that ace of wands, like keep that focus on yourself. Like you are doing, you know, the, the prudence card can be really beautiful because it's, you know, the image I'm looking at right now are these leaves growing around, curling around these big, beautiful flowers. And so like, that's the energy. It's like, you're this big, beautiful flower and you got to put your wall up. You got to put your leaf around yourself so that your petals stay like nice and fresh for, you know, whoever ends up being truly worthy of them. You know, in the meantime, you're the ace of wands, you're moving forward, you're processing the disappointment. Don't let the disappointment become global. You know what I mean? Don't let it be, don't write a story about it like, well, this will always happen, etc. You know, yeah. that's the risk with that disappointment card. Like it makes sense to feel let down, but try not to globalize it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think like you're right, I definitely did already know this, but you know, I, um, you know, it's just sort of like fresh and it's just happened and yeah. like, and I don't date very much. And so it's like, oh, here's a person like, really, should I, am I just going to walk away from this? But like, yeah, no, I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you have standards. Absolutely. <laughs> so you walk away and you wait for like somebody who has learned how to be like a truly open person in relationships. It's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Zaina. It's so nice to see your little face and that little icon. So great to talk to you. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm going to read one more um, that came in. It's interesting. I want so much more information than I have with it, okay? And you will too. So let's all be frustrated together. Hold on. It says, my family has become estranged from me. I have tried and tried. This is all kinds of family, mom, stepdad, cousins. I'm not a monster. I have a happy marriage and two adorable sweet kids. My friends have suggested it is jealousy. 
is this even in my control? Do I, do I need to just accept that they're not interested and let go? So, wow, this is like a, this is a powerful question to be, to be estranged from your entire family, you know, that includes all these different people is really intense. And I kind of want to know more, right? I want to know like, well, what is the nature of the estrangement? Like what, what is the fight about? You know, what's the con, what's the nature of the conflict here? Um, you know, the querent says, I'm not a monster. And I'm sure the querent is not. Even monsters arguably aren't monsters, right? Like everybody is just like a human being striving and trying to figure it out, right? But but like what is going on, okay? Friends think it's jealousy. We're all a little monster, says Sarah. I know I am. So I picked a couple cards, a few cards here. I said, you know, is it even in my control? Well, I mean, kind of not, right? We can't control other people, but we can control ourselves. So what would it look like for the querent to sort of reach out um, to the to the people in the family and, you know, try to find common ground, try to, I don't, I mean, I, I, again, this is where I really wish I had more information because I could probably make better suggestions, but I'll just keep it to the tarot. Um, and uh, I pulled some cards with the collective tarot. I'll put images of all these decks on my Instagram after so you can see what I'm looking at. Um, you've got the apprentice of bones and the mentor of bones. And what I believe that is, is the page of pentacles and the knight of pentacles. And then the seeker of bottles. Okay. And the seeker of bottles is sort of like a, like a queen of cups sort of a thing. So these are all these people, right? Which is interesting because we're talking about, you know, things, you know, people becoming estranged from each other. Um, I see Sophie from the chat is, is peeping in. I see, I, I feel families become estranged over boundaries so often. If it seems like an unknown reason, it's because your boundaries made them angry. That is like, that is really a, a really great like possibility. I think that's really true. Boundaries can, can really um, upset people who don't have them <laughs> and are invested in you not having them. So, you know, these are good cards. I just want to say that, you know, the apprentice of bones is very grounded. He's very smart. He's actually like a deer in a suit. He's very handsome. <laughs> he's like learning. He's like, he's in, he's in this sort of like lovely, you know, library classroom. He's like at Harvard. He's like a deer in a, in a, in a suit at Harvard. Okay. And then the next guy is the mentor of bones. And he's like a bobcat, like a really sexy bobcat with like a monocle in a suit and like an earring. <laughs> He's like daddy bobcat in a suit. Okay. So these are like, if you bring yourself to your family, right? If you sort of put yourself out there and try, it's not about you groveling. It's really about you um, presenting yourself in all of your glory, you know, in your happy marriage with your beautiful kids. Like you don't make apologies for yourself or for your life, right? You show up at your best. And if they don't support you, being your best. Maybe you want to estrange yourself from them, right? The name of this deck that, that uh, presents a deer in a suit at Harvard is the Collective Tarot. I'm really sorry to tell you that it is currently out of print, but you can maybe find it secondhand slash pressure the creators to make it again because it's an amazing deck. The Seeker of Bottles is this like person who looks kind of feminine and they're like lying back. They're like floating with their heads behind themselves and their eyes are closed. And they have this very like really lovely smile on and there's a big like bottle with a note in it kind of in their chest like at their at their heart chakra and so you know this person is very self-contained they're happy with themselves they're content so it's like you know if you if you present yourself to your family 
And, you know, you are trying to change the dynamic, right? You're trying to change the dynamic somehow. You don't do it by groveling or presenting yourself as less than. You don't do it by um, making yourself small so that they can feel big. You don't do it in any of those ways, only in healthy, beautiful ways. And I do actually think you should do it because here's the deal. If you don't do it, if you, if you, you know, I pulled cards on, do I just accept that they're not interested and let go? The first card you have is the lovers, which is interesting because that is a card about staying or going, about um, commitment and, and love relationships. And it does include family. So, you know, by doing that, you are saying like, okay, we're done. Like you're making a big statement, which sometimes is a great thing to do. But what follows your, your big statement is disaster. That's the name for the tower card in this deck. It's called disaster. Um, and so it feels like, you know, I don't know. And then, and then right, and then at the end of that, you get the seeker of keys. And again, that the seeker is, I believe, like a knight, and keys is flames. So it's this person lighting a match in a room filled with many doors. And you're like, wow, you have a lot of options. What are you gonna do? Um, where are you gonna go next? So here's what I think, okay? And again, I don't, I wish I had more information, but not knowing anything, man, what a reading Sophie says, yes, for sure. Um, I think you should make one last effort, okay? Of presenting yourself in all your apprentice of bones, mentor of bones, seeker of bottles, glory. Give it one more, give it one more, like putting yourself out there, you know? Um, I mean, it's interesting that you're like, you know, your your friends are saying that they're jealous. It makes me wonder, have you ever, have you ever asked anyone like what's going on? Have I done something to offend you? <laughs> um, why it feels that you have hostile feelings towards me? Can you tell me why? Because I don't understand. Like you might want to have those conversations in a really grounded, stable way, right? Um, and you know, and then if it doesn't work out, you might want to shut the door on them after you feel like I've done everything I can. You know, the disaster card. You know, it's like we kind of are asking for yes and no's from the tarot. So when I see something like the disaster, it's like, well, that path is kind of a no. But at the same time, you know, making a, a true decision, really, really walking up to the reality that I have to accept that my family will be fully estranged from me. Of course, you're going to get the disaster card. That's painful. So I think I think that you just have to know that that's going to really hurt. And I hope that all your excellent friends and your happy marriage will be there to hold you through that. As you have to, you know, there's what's really interesting is there's something that's written on the disaster card in this deck, and it says loss of false beliefs, right? And it also says destruction of lies. So, you know, what what you are letting go of really is the false belief that you could be in a healthy family dynamic with these people. The lie is that like you're a monster. You know, again, I don't I don't know all the dynamics, but I'm just sussing what I can from from what you've written. So yeah, it's going to be painful, but then I do feel like that seeker of keys is really beautiful and hopeful, lighting a match in a room with lots of doors. It's like, where will you go next? Will, you know, who will be your chosen family? Where will you go for that, um, that kind of comfort and that kind of love? Um, Zoe says it might hurt for a while, but you're okay. Just be you and you'll attract your chosen people. I think there's so much truth to that, but there's something about those three cards that I think maybe you do want to, to see. I do think you do want to give it one last kind of try, um, again, without compromising yourself, right? Um, just to just to really see if you can't get to the heart of it and some something transformative could maybe happen. I don't know. Um, okay, you guys, we're done here. This was incredible. Um, I want to let you all know that I'm going to be 
um, in Brooklyn on Monday. I'm going to be at Books Are Magic reading from my new book, um, Knocking Myself Up. So if anybody is in the New York area, please come out. Um, it's also going to be on YouTube live. I'm going to be in conversation with the novelist Tori Peters, who's fucking amazing. So um, check that out. And again, we're here every Thursday and you guys are the best. Thank you so much for trusting me, you know, with your problems. Okay. Good night, you guys. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live.